0: Welcome back to Stacy on the Right.
1: Hey there, welcome back to Stacy on the Right. I'm your host, Stacey Washington, and it is so good to have you here with us today. It's my pleasure to welcome our guest of the show today, It's Charles V. Payne. He's the founder and CEO of Wall Street Strategies. His stock selections reap sizable profits for his subscribers and viewers. Charles is featured in the Fox Business Network Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern Time program, Making Money with Charles Payne, which I've been a guest on a few times. He's a member and occasional host of Varney & Company. In addition, he guest hosts several shows, including Cavuto on Business and Your World. Charles is not only widely recognized in the media sphere as a thought leader on stock markets and politics, but he's also the best-selling author of Be Smart, Act Fast, Get Rich, and his newly released book, Unstoppable Prosperity. Hey, Charles, thank you so much for coming on today.
0: Well, thank you so much for inviting me. It's, It's a pleasure and an honor. Thank you.
1: Okay, so I'm super excited because when I got the book, well, first of all, one of the kids was like, I recognize him. I'm like, I know. I've been on his show they're like what so we had a really good time with that um but then when i cracked the book open charles i saw charts graphs and case studies and you know those are some of my favorite things so tell us why you wrote this book
0: i wrote it so to to get the average american in the game in the pursuit of 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 prosperity stacy it kills me, and you know, I've been doing this for a long time, and I've been on TV for a long time, and not a day goes by when I'm not stopped in the street, and invariably people always say, oh, man, I want to get in the market. I'm not in the market, and they, and they are in the market because they're wearing a pair of Nikes. They just left Starbucks. They just came to New York to visit, and they took a, a United airplane here. I mean, they just everything they touch all day long, everything they spend their money on all day long, Everything they tell their friends and family about, I just found the greatest product. You should see the new iPhone. They not only are in the market spending money as consumers, they become unpaid spokespeople, and they still tell me they're not in the market. Now, the real problem is, of course, is most people are intimidated by the stock market. Mm -hmm. So my goal was, hey, let me find a way to bring this intimidation factor down and also help people unlock the knowledge that they have and then teach them along the way how to build and manage a portfolio, because that's the goal.
1: Okay. So that's an excellent um, thing for us to remember. You've created a visual. Every time we're using products, drinking coffee, wearing clothing, we're using items that are in the market so we can be making money as well. So you have in, in the very beginning of the book, you talk about the market being not efficient or a perfect harbinger. And you talk about the key to creating unstoppable prosperity is in picking stocks, the right stocks at the right time. Tell us more about that.
0: Well, you know the thing is, is that the market goes up and down, and many times people react to the movement of share prices, and often, way too often, to be honest with you, it has nothing to do with the underlying fundamentals. Right today, for instance, Target is at an all-time high. The stock is up 19% today. I have subscribers in this stock. I had to get people to buy the stock, despite you know what they feel about. Some of the policies of management, uh, and despite the fact that it was written off by many people a couple of years ago, because Amazon was eating their lunch. That's what created the opportunity. But I understood the fundamentals. I saw what they were doing. And by the way, it's there. It's there for everyone to see. It's just that you have to do your homework. And that's why I say the market's not efficient. You know, there's a theory out there that well, because there's so much public information out there, that the market always, the stock market will always be where it's supposed to be. I don't disagree. There's a ton of information out there, but people don't consume it. People will not go out and look at these reports in part, and it gets back to the first thing I said, because it's intimidating. We haven't been trained, and we've been told, to be quite frank with you also, uh, almost every day of our lives that we don't have what it takes. Give your money to a professional. So even though you started going back to Target, about six months ago last year, you noticed certain things have changed. You went back. You like their food selection. You like what they're doing. You love the idea that you can pick up the stuff on your way home from work. Even though you've made that decision, you're going to pay some kind of expert, quote-unquote expert, to pick this same stock for you and charge you a fee for it. Let's cut out the middleman because you know exactly what is working. The American public does. You just have to learn to connect those dots.
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, that is actually... That's instructive because there are places that I love to shop that I'm not investing in. So what you're saying is if if it's somewhere that I like to give my business to, look at the fundamentals, and if they're sound, then that is going to be maybe a good investment.
0: Absolutely. I talk a lot about creating a, a list and, and starting, you know, the first, the best way to start is with a list of things in your daily lives. You can start with, you know, what wakes you up in the morning? Is it your, is it your smartphone, an alarm clock? You know what it's, it's it's people would be shocked to know that that General Mills, the maker of Cheerios, is up forty percent this year. That might have sent someone's kid to college if they bought the stock on January first so wow. you know again, I, I want people to start with the things around them, but I do share some some anecdotes of, of my own life, and one I like is you know the the bars, the barcodes, you know the things on the side of all these products yeah, yeah. Uh, a, so they've, they've been around for decades. They've been around for decades. And I remember the first time, Stacey, I was in a supermarket, and I went to go pay. And, and, the, and the cashier took the product, and, the, and she swiped it across a glass. And the price registered on, on, the, uh, on the cash register. I was blown away. So, you know, immediately I went home and tried to find what company makes this. And, you know, eventually I did. Uh, Eventually I invested in it. And I got to tell you, this was years ago. This stock is still a juggernaut to this day.
1: You're talking about the scanning thing at the Walmart and the grocery store that that they run the thing across that they now make us do, Charles. They make us do it ourselves. I was at Walmart over the weekend and there were only two registers open. And so I had to scan my own stuff. And that is happening more and more frequently. But you're talking about the, the it's a machine. It, it, so we use the, it all the time the first now. first time
0: I saw it, the, the, the first time you saw it, like the first time it was ever done, I think, was at a small supermarket in Ohio. And for all the trivia buffs out there, I think it was a Wrigley Pyramid chewing gum was the first item. <laughs> so, okay. you know, but but you knew it was when you saw it the first time, like 20, 30 years ago, whenever you saw it the first time, you knew that was the wave of the future. And you could get ahead of the curve because most people weren't going to go and do that kind of work. And it happens all the time. You know, things fall in and out of favor. Uh, all, all the time. Some of the best investments I've ever made came from suggestions from my, from my late mother, my son. You know, uh, I, re- I remember when Hasbro started doing uh, these figures of, of movie characters, right? And they mm-hmm. got away from some of their core stuff. My son he was in he was in like seventh grade. He said, "Hey, take a look at Hasbro." My son, <laughs> and it worked out great. So. That's fantastic. So, but I take it a step further, though. I do take it many steps further, but I, I understand you know, where people are because I've been helping people in the stock market for 30 years. So I understand what individual investors are thinking. I know all the mistakes that they make, and I know all of their anxieties.
1: Okay, so I, I love the the fact that you're talking about basically being observers of the world around us, specifically the things that we are touching, using, um, accessing, and then just going and doing a little bit of research so we don't have to become stockbrokers or, or experts like yourself, but we can be observant and you just a little research and use the skills that you're offering up. You're basically teaching those here in the book. Um, so you talk in the book about three pillars to your approach, can you describe those?
0: Well, there's a thing called fundamental analysis, and that's just knowing the facts. Uh, you know, I, 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 I equate it to, when, think about when Michael Jordan was in his prime, mm. and, and if the Chicago Bulls were playing the Knicks and they were down by 10 points with two minutes left in the game, if someone said to you, Stacy, I'll make you a bet that, uh, that the Bulls win, you probably would turn that bet down. Because you knew they had Michael Jordan, you knew they had Scottie Pippen, you knew they were a great team, and you knew the Knicks weren't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you knew the fundamentals, right? You understood the fundamentals, the facts, the, the foundation of the company. That's the core. That's the core of, of my investment themes. Uh, you know, when you know that, it, because when if President Trump puts out a tweet about China tomorrow and the market's down, I don't want to sell a great stock mm. off of that. Not if the fundamentals are phenomenal. That's Chicago being down by 10 points in the first quarter. I'm not going to lose money. I'm going to, I might buy the stock if it's down. So fundamentals and then what they call technicals, right? And it's a way of measuring the people who are in the market, their emotions, when they, when they get nervous, when they stop selling, when they stop buying. It's an amazing tool. It really helps for people who want to be short-term oriented. You know, okay, I don't want to buy and hold a stock forever, but I'd love to get in there and buy a stock on Monday, maybe sell it Friday. This is a great way of being able to do that. And then finally, behavioral analysis, which is, you know, it's we're in an environment, and a lot of times you hear Wall Street professionals um diss individual investors, but the fact of the matter is it's almost follow the leader everywhere. Even on Wall Street, you should see how often a stock would be up 100% and someone will put a buy rating on it. I saw a buy rating on Chipotle Mexican Grill this week. The stock is already up 90% this week. So the behavioral analysis part of it is where you get that extra bang. So the stock is up and then everyone piles in and you get that extra bang. The same thing works on the downside too. So you gotta know a little bit about the behavior of investors, professional and also um, and, and, and so-called experts.
1: Mm, wow. Okay, so I'm at that section of the book. Brother, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you talk about um, you talk about the the avoidance when you learn to understand and use all three pillars. You can ride this wave for exponential returns. You can also avoid selling into them on the downside when fear supersedes the fundamentals. And I think that's the thing that so so often I've heard this from people that mm-hmm. we've worked with in investing. They're like, oh. You know, you can't time the market and you just go in for the long haul. But if you want to do something more than that, you have your part of your portfolio where you're just doing, you know, solid investing over time. But if you want to do something more and have exponential returns, like you describe in the book, then it's really it's more about understanding the three pillars and really, I guess, working working your way through this whole book. And then what is it joining your investment group? Because you talk about that sometimes on the show and I'm like, should I do it? Should I tell my husband? Should we do it? What should we do? (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know, here's the thing. I want people to be able to do this on their own. I mean, obviously, I, I have a service uh, that I've, I've been helping people since 1989. Wow. So this is our 30th year, uh, and I've been—I started on Wall Street in 1985. Uh, my goal, ultimately, though, is for people to be able to do this themselves. But, you know, there are people who do a lot of their own work. I have subscribers who do a lot of their own work, and they still subscribe because they want that extra something. But my first goal right now is just for people to sort of empower themselves, get the book, learn from the book. Uh, you know, then if they want some extra help, we can help them on the, with educational stuff. And then if they want to take it a step further, we're always here to help with the service. But... Uh, you know, for me, Stacey, and you've seen me on TV for a long time, you know I'm a self-empowerment kind of person. Yeah. Uh, I've been called the rose-colored glasses kind of person. I kind of tend to see the positives and everything, and I'm always optimistic and hopeful. And I think that's just a trait. I feel like it's an American trait. I had a rough life early on in life, and uh, you know, but I never felt bad. I never really felt down. Uh, and it's so weird, you know. I, I feel like, in a way, that's a blessing, and, I, and this is a good way for me to kind of share that.
1: Well, so Charles, I do. I I watch the show and I love the the energy that you have surrounding investing and the political discussions that you have are always top notch. And I, I wanted to share with you, I have a tweet here from someone who's listening to the show and he says, it's Thomas. He says, reading the book now, as a poor kid who made it to school principalship, I'm now retired and trying my hand at investing my allowance. I have deep respect and admiration for Charles and believe he really does want ordinary Joes like me to succeed in the market. And that's what you're talking
0: about, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. He is um <clears throat> Thomas is the exact person that I'm talking about here. Someone who's worked hard, he's achieved the American dream to a degree, but you know, we live long. We want a lot of things, and you know, it's, it's so it doesn't have to be a get rich quick kind of thing. That's not what we're going for. Although I think obviously you can get rich investing in the stock market, and Warren Buffett's the third richest person in the world um, through investing in the stock market. But also, you can change the course of your life. You can send your kids to college, or your grandkids to college. And I tell people all the time, one of the greatest gifts I, I'm giving anyone. In fact, it's in my mind, it would be the second best gift I've ever given anyone. The first best gift was buy my mother a house mm. in her hometown. Wow. Uh, the second best gift is my son's going to graduate from college with no college debt. You know, so if you can even do something like that, it's remarkable.
1: It is, because we're in the throes of that right now, and we're sending kids to school debt-free, uh, and it is it is an amazing feat to be able to do it. I feel blessed by God, but it's also a lot of hard work that goes into that, and you're talking about making it just mm-hmm. a little bit easier by just – you're, you're not talking about rocket science here. Um, I also want to – I think it's interesting that when when you're talking about the market and you you talk about optimism, I've interviewed a lot of people and, and you sound a lot like someone who just received a Presidential Medal of Freedom, Art Laffer. I was sitting in his office interviewing him about economics, specifically here in Missouri and our tax cut. And he said the exact same thing you said. He said, no matter what, to be successful in the market, you have to be optimistic, because without optimism, what are you even doing? So you, you're in great company having that outlook. And I think it's beautiful. <laughs> you know, Americans are more optimistic, we are more cheerful, and we have reason to be. And our stock market is something wonderful for us to get to participate in. And you're explaining that here in this book. I'll give you the last word here. We have about 30 seconds.
0: Uh, uh, it's a blessing to be talking to you. It's a blessing to be born in this country. And it's a blessing to have the opportunity to change our lives to take control of our lives and our future. And by the way, anyone listening, if they go to UnstoppableProsperity.com, the books will be free right now. They've got to pay for packaging and handling, but the book itself will be free
1: amazing okay well i have my copy which my husband was like after you're done with that and i'm passing it directly over to him i might make this the little project you know how you give your kids a reading project where they have to read something no no questions asked i might make this one like basically sometime this school quarter you have to read this book the two college age ones i'll catch them at christmas and make them read it Charles, thank you so much for your time today. I know you're busy and I really appreciate you coming on. It's unstoppableprosperity.com where you can get the book. And Fox Business, of course, every day um, you can find Charles there. Wonderful to have you here, sir.
0: Stacey, it's been so great. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks so much, Charles. You know what, guys? I love it when I get to talk to someone on my show that is having me on their show. And he's so much fun on his program. He covers every subject. And it's been just an honor to get to go on there. And now I can cross this off my list. Interview Charles Payne. Um, so no kidding. You know, when books are hard, difficult to get through, I will tell you it's a heavy lift. You know, it's it's tough, but I'll be like, you know, slogging my way through this one is not like that. It's written very, it's a kind of a light tone, but it's all the best information and it's quick. There's no fluff in here. He didn't write the book to get to 80,000 words or something like that. It's, it's a good sized book. It's a full actual book, but it's definitely not full of a lot of legalese and stuff you're not going to want to read. So check it out. Unstoppableprosperity.com. I'll be right back with you.